When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TrueCar.com. It's amazing. Why? Why, Kristen? Oh, why? Oh, because someone like me, if I go to a dealership, these guys are going to walk all over me. They're going to see me coming from a mile away. TrueCar.com changes that because you can actually check the price of the car before you get a quote from a sales guy. So you can go in with power. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you don't get ripped off. I I get afraid of that too. Whenever I go to any like mechanic or a car dealership, it's like I have to bring my husband with me. But I don't. I want to be able to go by myself as a strong, independent woman. So you're saying TrueCar.com could help me do that? Yes. That's awesome. First, you just go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car that you want. Then you register to see upfront pricing information. And then you lock in your savings. And then third is simple. You just print out your savings certificate and you take it to a true (gasps) car certified dealer for a better hassle-free car buying experience. Almost like when you walk in with that certificate, it's like you walk in with like a shield of protection. Right. You're saying this is what it's worth and I know it. Yeah. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit truecar.com today. That's truecar.com. And we're not lying. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women Podcast, uh-huh. a place to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women Podcast where you get real advice. I guess you could call it real. Straight from the source, I'm Kristen Carney, a comedian. Advice. Call it advice. I don't yeah. think it's so real. Yeah, I guess advice has to be real, though. Um, we're here, of course, with Marnie Kinress. She is a best-selling author of Get Inside Her, which is... Obviously, awesome. a play on words. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And we have Eddie Ift, who you guys know is a hilarious comedian. Hilarious. You guys should. Hilarious. See, if um, you say that, people believe it. That's true. Even if is I'm it? not. I don't really believe it yet. I don't either. Yeah. Oh. I mean, maybe if she says it four more times, Harsh. I don't believe it. <laughs> but uh, Eddie will be at the uh, Pittsburgh Improv this Thursday through Sunday. So anyone in the Steel Town should go check him out. It's not a Steel Town anymore. It's not? Oh, it's, what it's, is it? It's, Steel's got, it's, it's a tech town now. Because of Carnegie, oh, Carnegie, that's disappointing. Carnegie Mellon University. I know. And you know what's weird about it? I grew up there. Oh. And steel workers were like the shit. Like if you were a steel yeah. worker, you were – Yeah. Like, like if you were out at night, you could be a doctor with like 12 degrees and super rich and everything. And there would be like a hot girl in the bar and you'd go up to her and be like, hey, you know, I'm a doctor and I got money and I'm smart and I'm good looking. And they'd be like, really? He's a steel worker. And they'd really? Be like, That's yeah. Amazing. They used to put him on like – sounds like heaven for a long time. Yeah. Week. They used to put him on a pedestal like blue-collar workers. It was that kind of town. A like, pedestal made yeah. out of steel? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then all <laughs> the uh, steel factories went out of business and steel companies and shipped it overseas to Japan and everything. And so they had to figure something out. How long really? ago did this – decline start 20 years ago Wait, and so they figured ago. out tech that was their transition yeah well carnegie mellon was like such a massive uh university you know with like robotics institutes and all oh, this thing so so when computers started becoming big all the all the nerds from there started congregating and st- opening. i companies. honestly had no idea there was a university in pittsburgh i didn't know I? that's where well, that there's was. also the university of pittsburgh where i went which is not as good as carnegie mellon and <laughs> anyone from pitt hears this they're like, it's just as good no it's not no it's yeah. not you couldn't 
can get in there. Yeah. So you went to Pitt. Yeah. Well, I'm from upstate New York, so it's kind of got the same. I mean, like our we started dying, I think, more than 20 years ago, yeah. our, ta- our area. Oh, I've been there. It's dead. It's horrible. It's dead. Yeah. I actually, um, the town I'm from. Which one? Uh, it's really small. Say it. Well, they produce Remington. They produce Remington Arms. It's where the Remington Arms headquarters is. It's Ilian, New York, which is literally like a town of fourteen thousand people. It's tiny. Right. Yeah. No. It's outside of Utica. Okay. I know um, Utica. There's a bridge there that everybody jumps off of. Yes. Yeah. Really? It's yeah. not high enough. Isn't that the suicide bridge? No, I actually have no idea what you're talking about. But well, I have to visit it. Cornell University has Cornell's oh, in yeah, Utica, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a very bridge. smart. There's a bridge. That, I know. Can you believe it? Um, there's a bridge that everyone jumps off to commit suicide. It's like a famous bridge. Really? Well, it's yeah. a horrible place to be. I mean. It is depressing. Yeah. I got in a fight there. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Well, um, we today, we can actually get into the fight because, well, I, get, I don't know if this is a super smooth transition, but um, we're talking about... How guys can talk to women because yeah. I know a lot of the guys that listen to our show. Aren't Do you want to try smooth. a better transition? Teach me one. Okay, because I was going to say, about. like, I wanted to hear him talk a lot because he's a really good talker. You have a lot of things to say, a lot of mm-hmm. interesting things to say, which is a good transition towards how to talk to people and how to talk to women, which is what we want to talk about mm-hmm. today. Since you seem to see to be a pro, plus a lot of comedians are really good at talking to people. Do you know why that is or where insecurity? That comes from? And sec- everything, but a lot of people who listen to the show are insecure, and they're still having trouble talking. But to I them. believe that everything comics do is based on insecurity, and the reason—I mean, anybody in this this whole town is fueled on insecurity. Like, if you look right. at everybody, just you know, striving to be something and be—I mean, it's all based on insecurity. For sure. And so everybody goes, "Oh, it's a bad thing." It's not a bad thing. It's like we're all naturally insecure. But uh, comedians are good because I think um, it's. And not like, uh, but I did really well with women before I got married. Really, like really, way better than I you, should have. You ask surprise. You you sound surprised, way but I'm not surprised at all. You look like way you, better. No, you look like you would have done well. I had three older sisters growing up, so I knew how to talk to girls. Okay, and uh, I just knew how to not be creepy. Okay. And knew how to be sort of com- – I, I mean I just had a feel for – I sat around and listened to my sisters talk about guys and what creeped them out and what they didn't like. So share a little bit with Yeah. Us. So I would just constantly be like, well, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And I would just do all – and I would ask them when I was going out, should I wear this? Should I wear that? Should I say this? Should I do this? Should I buy this? And – you know, it was like having coaches. Right. Did you did you start off kind of having the – like when you said, should I wear this? Were you usually right or were you usually wrong? No. I'd be like walking out of the house. My sisters would be like the uh, fashion police. They'd be like, stop. Yeah. Wh- wh- camouflage pants, <laughs> black and white checkered vans, and a red beret on your head is not cool. You're like right. the more sophisticated version of that right now. You really yeah, are. Like, What's a, where, where's the difference? Where are your sisters now, fashion police? have vans on. No, I got married and I don't care anymore. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's how it works. But I want to go back to what you were saying. So you knew from them what would creep girls out. Yeah, yeah. And then how to talk to women. So yeah. tell us what creeps girls out in conversation. I don't know. A, a lot of different things. I mean, there's a ton of things that creep them out. It's like, what, do you, what are you going to... It's like, what doesn't creep them out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what doesn't what, creep them what out? What doesn't creep them out? Uh, uh, them, as uh, if we're not women. What doesn't <laughs> creep us out? I don't... I, a Tinder picture that you're not sitting with a tiger. Um, <laughs> I, I don't... It's funny. I go through Tinder with, uh, like, my girlfriends, and I'll go... I'll pick guys for them. And I'll really? be like, this guy's a loser. It's got... No... No, I have a, one of my promoters in Australia is, uh, uh, she's 
you know, single and in her thirties and she's like looking for a guy and she was on Tinder and she didn't really want to be on there. And I'm like, let me do it for you. And I look at her like, almost like she's my sister. So I'm like, I'm going to pick a guy for you. And I just go through and I'm like, no, he's with the tiger. There's <laughs> yeah. so many guys that go to Bali. And but are these, are these guys that they were like, yeah, that's the one. Like, I actually, that, well, I was no, a tiger. Picture no, she's, she's funny. Cause she has all her rules too. She'll be like, Oh, I like wedding pictures. I like guys in wedding pictures. And, okay. uh, she's like, but no, those are interesting things. What else does she share? Um, I think for most girls the, to, to find a guy that's not creepy, it's like a guy who's standing there maybe with a group of friends and he's dressed nicely and he's not trying too hard. Right. Trying too hard never works. Right. Never. Like you might think it's cool, but no. it's the last God. thing they want to see. Yeah. I think. Like I, I go through a lot of guys' online profiles and a lot of them have, you know, 10 pictures of the same style. Like it's, it's, the, it's all selfies in the same outfit, for, but from different angles yeah. of like them in front of a mountain or something. You know what's the worst Mountains is when you see the picture, like this is usually on Facebook, but it's the same picture, but it's cropped all different ways. Right. Exactly. Oh, it's the worst. Have no, you ever seen that? I have seen that before, but the thing that I tell guys is that women want to see how they would fit into your life. So if it's you at a wedding, it's it's showing that you have friends, that you've been asked to be a part of a wedding party and that you have other friends who commit as well and you're somebody who knows how to have fun yeah like women want to see the life that they'll be entering into that's what your pictures are for they're to actually paint a picture i used to say that i used to say that that's when i would talk to girls you paint a picture of what what they've got no we have we have a listener that's going to show up with a paintbrush i guarantee (laughs) but tell me more about how you do this the guys who listen to the show they're like okay you make it sound so easy how do i used to do a podcast called wingmen uh, before really? anyone did podcasts. I mean, this was like way before podcasting had even started. Wow. I did it with a comedian named Brian Callen. And Brian, like was, Brian yeah. was very good with women. And uh, we would bring on guys that were like pickup experts. And it wasn't like these How losers. I was never asked to be on your show? Because <laughs> you're not a dude. Um, <laughs> I get that. But these were like, they weren't like those weirdos that write those books, like the game and stuff right. like that. It was like, it was like, Probably all my friends. Experts, like yeah. uh, fashion photographers. Oh, who awesome. are really good with like get, like Navy SEALs or club owners or guys who, who – I love that. Who would have hooked up with like thou- – That's yeah. who we should be having on our we show used, yeah. we instead used to, of like, we bachelor to, contestants. But. We used to joke that the show was like – Love line will tell you how not to get an STD. Our show will tell you how to get one. Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah. we'll get you laid a lot, <laughs> yeah. and these guys will tell you all their little secrets and I love that and tricks and and I had a lot of them. I, I was a scumbag, I would say probably. Um, I just I got very I made like a sport of it, and I got very good at it, and uh, I was always honest. What was your approach with women? Um, just try to be funny. Yeah, always try to be funny, but not overly funny. Right. Um, so you're trying too hard. A lot of the stuff I read in those books, I was already doing out of common sense. Okay. And so I read that book, The Game, and I'm like, this is all common sense. Like, why is he teaching skills that... Because it's not are, common sense for everybody. Right. Yeah. Which... Which is sad. Well, I'm sure from your show, you learned that really Yeah, quickly. yeah, yeah. But I mean, just stuff like isolating, you know, like you always try to get someone away from the group to talk to them because you're... One thing I always tell guys, like now I, it's fun being married and helping my friends. I, you know, I always want to see people be happy. So if they're single and they're, you know, in a shitty situation, they want someone. In the, I go, here's what you do. I go, stop going to nightclubs. Don't ever go to a nightclub ever again in your life. You will never meet someone there. And if you do, it's not the right person. Okay. You'll never meet uh, the right yeah. person in a nightclub ever because – it's, Anyone that stands in line in the yeah, cold uh, for that kind of shit is not the person you want to be no. with. And especially like nightclubs don't really help themselves because I always see it spelled N-I-T-E. 
Ugh. It's just like, no, <laughs> you're not attracting the right anything. And, and it's all – when the girls go there, they go as a group and they right. want to have fun together. When guys go there, they want to go pick up girls. And it's like, why are you going to a place to pick up girls that don't want to be picked up? Right. Like it's – it's, it's, So where do you tell them to go instead? Just better places in life like at an airport lobby or at uh, – in a, in a – I love that a, that was your first example of a better place. I've probably life. picked up a lot of girls. Well, this is actually lobbies. a good time to do my little game. It's not anything like that book, um, which I've never read or touched or seen. Um so we did this with Greg Fitzsimmons, who was on our show. Mm-hmm. Um, so people who are listening are going to know I'm copying. So this is – you're going to pick one of these. Mm-hmm. And this is the the location in which you're approaching a girl. Mm-hmm. And then she's – and then this is her response. So you have to give us your opening line, what you would say in this environment. Okay. And then this is her response, which normally won't match up and it will sound really okay. awkward. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so first you pick one of these and then you pick one of those. Okay. So I picked – do I tell you? Yes. Uh, funeral. Okay. <laughs> um, and then my uh, my pickup line to her would be, uh, uh, "Ever had sex in a casket?" And her response and her response would be, "It's not going to match at all." I have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so then, what's your response Who we met to in her? A cast- uh, casket? Which is another thing. It's just always like managing their response, which is like they teach you that in sales. You know, when you're selling, because that's what you're doing. You're selling yourself. What is your response? And my response but you, would be... But she's lying. See, it says there she's lying. Oh. You can tell. She's like, oh, I have oh. a boyfriend. Oh. Um, and I'd say, I hope he's not the one in the casket. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's good. That's really funny. That's really good for our listeners to hear because like Marnie said, they're not all naturally, like they have insecurities, but they don't know really how to work with them. So well, hearing how people can be funny I is always, helpful. I always tell my friends that. that are, I said, say anything you want. It can be... You know, you, like they're like, what if she gets offended? I go, then manage her response. And you don't want well, a girl I that's going to be how. super offended, how. though. How do you? Well, if how you said something, if you said something to a girl like, you're, you know, um, you're way too pretty to be in a place like this, and the girl goes, you're an asshole. I'd be like, did you hear what I just said? Yeah. You're way too pretty. And then she goes, oh, because she she because she's already hearing something else. Yeah, she was probably taking it as a negative, and you're saying. And and you just have to constantly manage the response because the more you're managing it, the longer the conversation is going and the more chances you're getting. But would right. you say when you heard a girl get offended by something like that, wouldn't you think she just has a bad personality and you should move on? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But I also think that anyone can be in a bad situation. You don't know what's happened. But I've had – like I because I have the gift of gab, my, my friends used to go, oh, go pick – Get the see if what you can do. Yeah, break into that conversation. Try that one. Try that one. And one day, my friend came up to me outside a bar in New Jersey, and he goes, "I dare you to go talk to that girl right there." And I thought he's pretty good with girls, so I was like, "Something's, something's up." So I thought (laughs) I'll just go up to her, and I don't pre-think them. I just go on whatever is the first thing that comes out of my head. So I tap her on the shoulder, and she turns around and she goes, "Go away, you're ugly." (laughs) I couldn't have come up with one. One as good as that. And no one's ever hit me. I mean, it was like I got punched in the stomach and I was like, oh. I mean, she's unbelievable. She like looked right at me and hit me so hard. And I was like, and there was nothing I could right. say. She just nailed Did me. Did your so friends hard. know she would respond? Like, yeah, did they know? I, obviously, apparently, that's apparently my friend had tried to talk to oh. her earlier. <laughs> And but I just thought to myself, I'm like, what a horrible person. Oh yeah, exactly. she's, yeah. And I always feel like when girls. But I, I like that you have that attitude. But I, I right. One time a girl was being was rude to my friend, and then she started talking to me, and she didn't realize we were friends. And I said to her, um, "Oh, what, you know, did 
that guy over there, was he hit? She's like, so annoying. I go, what happened? Was he hitting on you? And she's like, yes. It was like, oh, go away. And I was like, what did he say? And she's like, he just like asked me if he could buy me a drink. And then he, and I'm like. <laughs> oh, so annoying. And, yeah. And that's what I did. I was like, oh my God. I go, yeah. Wow. You're just a, you're a really horrible person, aren't you? <laughs> and she went, what? Because she was like, liked. And yeah. I went, you're terrible. I go, that guy over there. And she didn't know we were friends. I go, all he wanted was to talk to you. Right. And he was complimenting you. Like he thought, and she's like, you don't understand what it's like to be hit on constantly. Oh, it's such a drain. And you know, it's funny because I don't, I don't have girls hitting on me ever, you know, but I was a stand-up comedian. I've been a stand-up comedian for 18 years and I have people come up to me after my shows and want to talk to me. And you know what? I talk to every single one of them and I shake their hands Yeah, it's like and a- I find out their name and pe- and I know how to not like, they'll take as much as they can from you. So I know how to turn but them away never nicely. Any, there's never any point where you're like, this is not the right time of day. I'm super annoyed. And this is the eighth person no, no, that's come up to me. No, never, ever. There's ways to get out of the situation where right. I can look at someone with me like help or I can look at uh, – I can say, oh, my phone. I'm sorry. I have to take this call. It was really nice meeting you. But there's always a way to be nice. And I don't and think my about, ego about, could ever ha- get enough of that. Well, what I about really, if 10 people in a row came up to you and wanted something from you? They do. After my shows, 10 people do want something from you. But they more want, than conversation. What yeah, they, they want you to have a drink with them. They want to take a picture with you. They want you to call their friend on the phone. They want you phone. to follow them on Twitter. Yeah, they, they constantly. And you just I mean, like me <laughs> and I am so happy that they want that from me. I'm like, thank you. That's what gives me a career. I appreciate right. that. So you appreciate me. You appreciated my comedy enough to come up and want a picture or want to talk to me or want to say thank you. Um, so a guy coming up to a girl in a bar and saying, hey, I want to buy you a drink or hey, you know. I, I, but I, what about if they didn't know that you were funny and they didn't know anything about They just. Came up Found to you because you attractive? Of, yeah. I'm not, not that I'm, I'm just trying to show the, the other side advocate. a little yeah. bit. Because for women, I was at a mastermind recently. and What's that? Uh, like Sounds like, like a like scary what cult. What I do is also like on, online marketing with my business so that people can find me. Um, and so it's an online marketing group that I'm part of. And one of the women there was talking about like how it feels to be a woman and have men constantly – wanting something from you that has nothing to do with who you are. It's just, it's like literally just wanting your vagina and, and like how, how protective sh- women have to be mm-hmm. for them. And I'm, I'm not saying I this never is exactly really how it is. I grasped that concept until recently where I saw someone refer to a woman as a pump hole. But, and yeah. I was like, oh, I get it yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, listen, I'm not in get the, the, the nines and tens category, but like for them, a lot of men don't actually think that they have personalities and that's not what they're approaching them for. They're approaching them, you know, well, for, there's a lot of reasons that they're approaching. It's not for, I love your talent. You're absolutely funny. What you've done with your life is amazing. It's, I want to fuck you. I can respond to that though, yeah. because initially what attracts us all, and there's been studies that show this, it's looks. Yeah. It's, it's what the initial attraction is going to be. But most men, even if they find the most beautiful woman in the world, they're not going to stay with her if she doesn't have a personality. If there's something that they but don't that's later on down the road. Correct. So the initial attraction is that. That is what they're attracted to. But then they want to find out what's 
this person all about? I think men and women both are trying each other out. Like, is this person a suitable mate? So yes, that's what, you know, maybe women find something else attractive about a man other than his looks. And it might be his personality. Men might be more superficial when it comes to uh, right. uh, the initial attraction, but they're go- that's what they have to go through to get to the personality. Oh, absolutely. So, completely. So they are shopping, 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 shopping. Oh, she's hot. She's hot. She's hot. I want her. I want her. It's not, I want her. I want her to find out if I want her, if she is the person. So I, have you ever had the experience where you approach, like you've approached like attractive women and they're their personalities like me, whatever. But then you have you ever approached a woman who's like not the most attractive, but she has a, an amazing personality? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I would. I, and, it's, and how do you approach them differently? It, like I said, I don't, I don't, I when before I was married, I didn't meet women in nightclubs because nightclubs totally superficial, you can't hear. So you're not going to have a conversation, and that's where I would but, probably do better yeah. than – I just constantly insult people who go to nightclubs. It's like that's good for them that they can't hear each other because, because they don't have, have anything. anything to say. Yeah. But I don't think anybody meets in those places. I mean I think it's, it's, it's a total fraud. Yeah. Well, but, the, the, what, I was, what, what I was trying to get you to say is what you actually ended up saying is that it's about getting to know one another. But right. I think that a lot of guys when they do approach – like not that it's horrible to offer a drink – um, but they hide behind certain things instead of actually saying what they want from that woman. Sure. Like, I would like to get to know you. You're right. And that's out of fear. Yeah. I mean, it's a very scary thing for a man to do. And that's, uh, that's a fearful thing. So that's like, oh, I can, here's the drink. This, this then buys, buys me your five time. more minutes. Yes. Exactly. And that's, what, and that's what people, I mean, I get For it. me, it would buy like 45 minutes because I'm yeah. a really slow drinker. <laughs> no, but the good thing is, is that what you're saying, and because the topic is how to talk to women. So I want to, I want to hear from you the better way to approach a woman and say, because you, it seemed to work with you. I right? used to go up to women and say, I need you to buy me a drink. And I do that a lot. That's and cute. girls would get mad and they'd go, what? And I'm like, well, I'm not buying you a drink. And they would go, I don't want you to buy me a drink. And I'm like, well, I <laughs> want you to buy me a drink. And they're like, why? And that'd just be funny with them. I'd be like, well, my parents are picking me up in 15 minutes. They're going to be outside. <laughs> and that's really uh, cute. And I'm like, so if you buy me a drink, uh, you know, they won't, uh, you know, they didn't give me any money tonight. So she's uh, like, but we're at a funeral. Yeah. And <laughs> then I'd go, uh, yeah. And that's my dad. <laughs> in the right. yeah. Um, I, but back to what we were saying, I think, uh, I, I just, Back to that whole thing of women getting upset. It's, it, I've seen girls handle it really, really well. Yeah. And I, people want to buy me a drink after the show and they want to buy my time. And a lot of times I don't let them buy me a drink because that means they have my time. Yeah. I right. have. And, you're under their but mercy. But who do you allow to buy your time? Um, people that are interesting. Yeah. So, you're right. See, there you're you right. go. Same thing. So uh, how do they do it? They Sometimes they muscle their way in. Sometimes somebody how? will say to me, Hey, I went to school with your best friend, Tom, in Syracuse, and I have a story about him that you don't know. And I'd be like, And I'd be like, like I'm damn, let's sit Syracuse. down. You just bought 10 minutes with yeah, me. Yeah, I want to hear this. Okay. Or they say to me, hey, you know, I'm working on this project. You would love this. It looks like this, 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 and this. Um, it's, or they make me laugh. I'll sit down with a guy who really genuinely makes me laugh. If you're not funny, like I feel bad because there's a lot of people that that's not their skill set. Right. And there's still other ways to be interesting that you don't have to be. What are the other ways? Um, it's hard because if you use one way, it's hard to, to understand another way. But what would be other ways? Um, just whatever you're 
you know skill set is or your talents are use them show them i mean did you ever but see, let's say my skill set is did, being a techie did you ever see the dow of steve yeah yeah you know his rules of like yeah let them see you in excellence and uh never pursue so uh, those rules work i mean it's funny i watched that movie and i'm like oh my god this is so true and he always he said never pursue let them see you in excellence and anything steve mcqueen does is cool so just do what he does <laughs> and um but the less you pursue, the better. The, I mean, I can't say that enough. Um, I used to, when I'd go out at night, I'd invite two girls that I was interested in to come out with me and have them both out. Oh, wow. And, That's pretty ballsy. And then I'd say, hey, you know, like I have shows to do. You want to come around and hang out? And both girls would not knowing each other would be like, why is she here? Right. And I'd be like, because we're hanging out. And she's like, but why am I here? And I'd be like, because we're hanging out. Like we're all friends. Right. You know, what's wrong with – and then – I knew it you have was like a fetish for cat fights or like, something. You no, have I to. knew it was just fucking with their heads. <laughs> yeah. And they were both like, why would he bring me out? And then he's got another girl. Right. Here. And then it ramps up the competition. Starts the competition. Right. And then. So what if you're a guy who, who's not in that position where you have two different girls wanting you? Like, for example, this client that I was talking to before I literally walked into this podcast um, was talking about this girl. They're in a running club together and he's asked her to go running separately from the group. They've gone once. But most Sounds likely like a she, murder she thinks yeah, she, yeah. She, she thinks they're just going running. Mm-hmm. So how, if you were in that position, would you transition it? from we're running to we're possibly dating or I want to take you on. Well, like, I, how do you transition? Well, yeah, sometimes I, that I, can I, be like thrown in your face. Like, whoa, I just thought we were running. I probably wouldn't have taken her on a run. Uh, even if that's her thing that she likes to do. Um, my thing was always take girls out and show them like, the, just make them have fun. It show was them like, your world. Well, it wasn't so much my world as cause it wasn't like my shows. Because I always felt like if I took into my shows, it was like, look at me, right. look what I do. You know, I just heard a story recently, and I won't say the comic's name, um, but a pretty big comic who's date who met someone on OK Cupid, and I, I actually, which I won't say, yeah, I won't say any details, but um, the girl I happened to be friends with her friend, so it was just a small world kind of thing. He didn't know he was going out with someone that knew a comic, knew a comic. Um, he brought her to his show, but he didn't tell her, and he ended up having four sets that night. And she sat with him all four sets, and then the next time he went out, he did that again to her. Oh God! Wow. Yeah. Which I so I see like bringing out once and seeing like look at me look what I can do but not wow. every but that time. was like the, an extreme and it was both both dates wow right so, so continue with saying Sorry. what you would do I would say um, make them have a good time like really have fun so plan like fun stuff like where you just move fast don't allow a lot of time for like. A Give low. me an example of things you used to do. I would say, I mean, th- there was always a lot of drinking involved. And okay. I would say because that, that lowers your inhibitions, it makes you kind of, you know, throw caution to the wind and you have fun and you go, oh, let's. And so I would, I lived in New York and we would go bar. I would never, ever stay in one place. Never, ever keep moving. Chris Rock said one time about stand up comedy, he moves back and forth because you can't hit a moving target. Mm-hmm. So move, 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 because it creates a lot of action. Within the action, it doesn't create these awkward moments. And so you go to one bar, you get a drink, you go to the next bar, you go, hey, let's go to this place. Let's get some food here. Let's go. I'd end up four in the morning in a karaoke bar in the Lower East Side where. We've brought our own beer, our own food, and we're just singing and girls love to sing and you just put in – and that's the other thing. Don't put in the songs you like. 
put in the songs you know they'll like. Right. And at the end of the night, send them home. Like, get rid of them. And the girl is going to go, I just had the most fun I've ever had with that guy. Right. And the next day, they're going to be like, why isn't he calling me? This That was the most fun I've ever had. And then he didn't try to sleep with me. What? Why did he not try to sleep with me? I. How did this How did this happen? And it was just, it was so easy. You do that every time? A lot of times. I mean, just kind of things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd go into Central Park and rent the guys that do the horse and buggy and we'd race. You know, like <laughs> I'd be like, I want you to race. I'm racing her, you know, and we'd just constantly just make it fun, like act like a child. And they're going to go, when a girl has a fun time, that that's what they like in a guy, not, oh, he's good looking or he's smart or he's rich. You know, Absolutely. well, they do like rich, but. Uh, but that's a bonus. Yeah, that's always a bonus. Yeah. But that's – I always say when guys go, oh, she just dates him because he's rich, that's an attractive quality. He worked hard and acquired uh, – There's a lot of things that go with being rich. Yeah, yeah. So I never ever put down a person for being rich and go, oh, she only likes him because he's rich. Yeah, no, I love I love that example. So we, we have um, Bess who is coming in for the second half of the show and she is very cute. She's sitting outside and I think she can hear us now, right? Um, but yeah, so we're going to have her on the second half of the show. We're going to talk to her about talking – to women and how she likes to be talked to not talk dirty but how she likes to be talked to and then we're going to go into over analyze this so we will be back after this break hey this is greg fitzsimmons host of fitz dog radio right here on podcast one join me track my rage against middle age the exploration of what's behind the scenes in hollywood with guests like john ham zach galifianakis Jimmy Kimmel, Corolla, Hardwick, Rogan, Sarah Silverman, all the big guns. We talk personally in a funny way. Come check it out. Fitzdog Radio on Podcast One. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. I could slap your face raw. Hey, welcome back. We're here, of course, with Eddie Ift and um, our woman, uh, single woman, I should say, Bess, who has a really cool name, but I won't say her last name. Um, who it's is all newly, about the ba- newly single. Yeah, I'm yes. more into trouble, to be honest with you. Yeah, there no. you go. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. So wait, so you're newly single. Newly single, so you about are... six months. Oh, so you're like I not mean, newly single. How long were you dating for? Like officially a year and a half. Okay. Uh, unofficially like two years. Okay. So, so how's it going with dating? It's interesting. Okay. It's a lot. Di- so this Interesting is, a, is like a very specific word it, to choose. Isn't it? Well... I didn't really date much in high school. I'm from L.A. Didn't really date much in high school. Went to college in the Midwest. Started dating there. And it's so much different than dating in L.A. It's like dating humans versus not dating humans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, people in the Midwest are, A, so friendly. And being (laughs) from L.A., you're not really used to that at all. Right. So, and... So you're like, everyone has a crush on me. That's how you envision... Well, and guys would come up to me and be like, so where are you from? And when I would say L.A., a, they were shocked it wasn't Kansas City. I went, right. to, I went to University of Kansas. And then B, they were like, what movie stars do you know? Uh, do you go to Rodeo? Do you like Hollywood? Oh, that's I'm just, hilarious. Yeah. So it's completely different. Why? How's it, what is it over here? How do they approach you here? Not as much. I don't get as approached as much as I did in Kansas. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Surprisingly. Okay. It's a very impersonal city. For I think. sure. For yeah. sure. But so so w- the, we were talking about how to talk to women on the first half mm-hmm. of the show. So obviously now because you are back in the dating world, you have a lot of guys, well, maybe not a lot of guys, but some guys who are attempting to talk to you. So we want to hear like the things that 
work and the things that don't work in terms of creating attraction and building interest? Well, for me, I love funny guys. I'm like hugely sarcastic. And he's married. Having a baby. Darn. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I love funny guys and I push guys' buttons when I first meet them. And if they push back, I then I'll start. Okay, so tell me more about that and what it looks like and what that actually means. So tell me what it means when you like a funny guy. What does a funny guy mean? And then what, is it, what does it mean when you push buttons? Like when I met my ex-boyfriend, I was at a party. He was standing in the corner by himself. And I said, like, what are you doing in the corner, loser? And he was like, <laughs> whoa. Right. I think you were the same girl that was like, you're too ugly. I'm not talking to you. Right. No, no, no. I see what she's doing. And it works because like after a show, if a hundred people come up to me and say, I loved your show. Right. I am like, thanks, thanks, thanks. Then that one person that comes up and goes, you're not funny. I'm like, like what? Okay. We're going to have a long conversation now. Right. So it's the same thing where if you, those, those, that book I read, I hate referring to it, but that, the game, yeah. Neil Strauss, yeah. They talk about negging, uh, and I, I don't believe it's a, it's a, like. There's other ways to do it, but like, be, it's be a not good joking person. and teasing. Yeah, it is, but theirs is kind of yeah. There's a demeaning and it's meant derogatory. To yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But yeah. teasing a guy, I don't think there's anything better. You know, if you if you tease a guy, that means you like him. It's pulling on the pigtails. But so it sounds like him. you were right. the aggressor, a little bit. Okay, are you was, are, are you typically the aggressor? Not unless I'm in a comfortable situation. Like I was in a party with all of my friends right like i so you saw somebody that you were attracted to so you were fine with this guy who was standing in the corner by himself right i just thought it would be funny so i was like what are you doing in the corner like we're all playing a drinking game come play a drinking game with us and then he like loosened up a little bit and we started to talking but so you were attracted to him when you saw him i think there were things about him that i was attracted to like he wasn't my type at all but he was like really tall and i love tall guys okay um so he was very tall, he could standing barely in, the in the corner, not talking. Yeah. Right. I don't. I just thought it would be funny to push his buttons. Okay. And I did. How did it. he respond? Was he good responding? He. It took him a while to warm up. Yeah. Because he. I think he, maybe it was also because he was sober and we were all drunk. Right. He wasn't much of a drinker. Right. Um. So I think that had a little bit to do with it for him warming up a little, and he didn't like being not around his friends. So I think that also took him out of his element. Okay. It was something and that you were I, still attracted to this. Yeah, weirdly enough. What were, do you know what you were attracted to? No. Not Literally until his height? No. So I it's and so, you're broken a lot up of now, things so with high shelves that you much. need to get to. Yeah. Like, what, I right, exactly. don't know, but tall guys, I just That's like, your thing. Okay. Totally my thing. It's your thing. I totally get that. M- Manute Bowl. What? You know Manute Bowl is he was the guy that in the NBA that was like seven foot eight. Not that tall. Oh God, yeah, him. No, but well, he so what like, about has now? To be, like minimum six feet. Okay, it's okay. so weird. People so, make fun so of me. So what about now? That when, when talking to guys, and let's say they're approaching you when you're out, and you said it rarely happens, but yeah. but if it does, well, it also really rarely happens yeah. because all of my friends in LA are guys. Okay, so, so I've, they, I I put that together a couple of weeks ago. I was like, oh, nobody's coming to talk to me, right? Because no. I'm standing in a bunch yep. of guys right which is so weird because when i used to go out with my ex and his friends they liked having a girl come out with them they they thought it made them more approachable yeah well, it does for them it's just <laughs> yeah. like but for you it's like i'm not because gonna i would never go up to a group of you, guys you, you, who was you, with a girl you, you right? have a, i just would never do that you have a team of cock blockers with right, you right exactly. pretty not, much yeah, it's ruining it for you yeah. apparently well, how come, so how come you're not with any of these guys like how come you're not dating any of them 
I'm just too comfortable around them. Okay. Like, like I know too much about them. and That's always a bad thing. Yeah. I like to know as little as possible, then I'll be attracted to somebody. Bad thing, but it can end up being the best thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so, so, what, so what is it about these guys that makes you too comfortable around them? I, I, the, also, the, I'm not like physically attracted to them. Okay. Is there any way that things could be shifted that you would suddenly become physically Probably attracted to Probably not. Them? Have you ever had that before where you've had a guy friend? Yes. That okay. And it, but it took like a really long time. And I always it. had somewhat of a crush on him. I was like, oh, he's pretty cute. He's pretty attractive, but we're never – we're just friends. Okay. And then what shifted? We – His height. No, I wish he got taller. <laughs> no, I just got to know him better, and it was that person – I heard you guys talking about it earlier. He had a really great personality. He was really funny. He was really smart. He was really nice. So um, that's interesting because you said the other guys that you're friends with now – they're also really great people. They're yes. really fun. Yes. You're comfortable around them. But I don't – maybe maybe I need more time with them. I don't know. Maybe. I just never would think to date any of my guy friends. But what's the difference? I want you to try and figure out if, if there's a way for you to isolate what it is, what the difference is between that guy and these guys that you're hanging out with. Because you basically I, just describe them the exact same way. Y- yeah, I guess so. Um was it the way that he talked to you? Does he talk, does he talk to you differently than those guys do? Not do these really. guys well, down on a pedestal? Down at her because he's tall. <laughs> I think these guys also know, like, when I go out, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm kind of fun. And I think that my guy friends are, like, okay with that, the way I am, being their friend. But I don't think it's an attractive quality that they would look for in a girl. So, I mean. So you don't to, think that any of your guy friends way. want to sleep with you? Right. What do you uh, do? You have anything to say yeah, about they'll, this? Yeah, they'll all sleep with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone. Guy, yeah, guys are like, never friends. Yeah, with I don't girls. think they're like, oh yeah, she's too friends. much for me. Like, oh, I'm just gonna have her as my friend. And if yeah. she offers sex, no way in hell am I doing yeah. it. Every one of them. Everyone will be a taker. Yeah. yeah. You're, are you fresh out of college? No. How many years have you been out of college? Like three years. Okay. Three years out of college. Okay. okay. Yep. They'll all hook up. With yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. For sure, because they're like roughly the same age, right? And then, yeah. And then you'll turn the corner. It'll probably. Because you already have a friendship with them, that's how it becomes a relationship. Yeah, but Maybe. but guys that you are interested to interested in, I do I do want to hear what it is that does catch your attention because I haven't really heard that yet. Like I want I want to know what makes a difference between this you is saying so interesting because I haven't had to think about this in such I know, a long time. But, no, it's really hard to think about these things because trust me, people can ask me these questions too. It takes you a second to think about your actions of what you're actually doing. But for the guys that are listening to the show, it's really helpful because a lot of women will say things to them like, oh, I would never date one of my guy friends because I don't see them that way. But you did date a guy friend or you did want to and you saw them the same way as you see these other guys and they want to understand what's the difference? What can I do? But, I mean, so now that I'm stopping and thinking about it, my guy friend that I ended up dating in college, when we, when I ended it with him, it was terrible. I lost all of my friends that were associated with him. Like, it was just a terrible breakup. He, like, I realized he, like, wasn't the good person that I thought he was. He was kind of shady. I I mean, it's all, like, fine now. We chat every once in a while, but I don't think think I would want to go through that again to like lose all of my I don't uh, think that'll happen as you get older I think that's like a very that's a very young young thing to do yeah and you're very clicky when you're in college and even right after college but as you get older your friends will be all over the place and it's not possible to or you'll be like you don't have no friends (laughs) you're saying that's what the fear is yeah okay I guess so yeah okay a little bit but so for guys that you are into Mm -hmm. 
what makes you into them? Like what, aside from being tall, there's something else that sparks your attention. Because you said if guys can bite back at you, but you said the guy that you dated didn't bite back at you. So what keeps you He didn't initially. Right, but he did eventually. Right. Okay. Right. So it's actually really funny. He, we had, whatever, I moved away for a little bit. He asked to come visit me and I was like, no, I just, I just met you. That's weird. And he got really mad. So I didn't talk to him for months. I moved back to LA and I was like, hey, back in LA, do you want to just catch up, get a drink? And he seemed a lot more comfortable one-on-one and he was that sarcastic, like witty, funny, smart guy. And I think that's when I started being attracted to him. Okay. So he was a witty, funny, smart guy. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean? I, it's that, I, that banter. It's okay. like no, that sarcastic, like, from, like a whole bunch of girls. And I think it's great. So keep going. It's, it's something like kind of mean. I kind of like assholes. I think it's, it's that. But mean in what way? Mean in a way that mean you know not they're, not, like, they're not going to hurt you, but they're right. going to have fun with you. You don't want them. Right. You don't want them choking you. Right. Right. Okay. Or telling them that you're like <laughs> a hideous person and ugly and like mean meaning what? Mean meaning he could say, he could be like, oh, you're so ugly. But if he said it in a way that I knew he was joking, I'd be like, yeah, I'm hideous. I can't so look at not- myself in the mirror. So, so is that mean? It's not mean. Is it's it? someone who can bust balls. That we need okay. to like pair yeah, no, no, a ball no, buster. This is good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ball buster. Yeah. Okay. So that's what, so you're attracted to a ball buster. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who can joke around with you? Mm-hmm. And then with being funny, what is that? Is that part of being a ball buster? Or is it like I can do yeah. a five set? I of think so. A, yeah. Because it goes back to the like, oh, you're so hideous thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like just, Eddie said, the pulling the, of the pigtails, right. essentially, for mm-hmm. adults. Right. I just can't take a guy like ser- – I can't be serious all the time. Like just with the way like work is and whatever, right. I just – I want to have fun when I go out. I want to like enjoy myself. I- okay. So that's exactly what Eddie was saying before. It's like all about creating excitement, fun, something for- that's memorable, right? Yeah. A different experience. Absolutely. That's not too far different. Yeah. I think dates, uh, like dinner dates is the worst part. I think – I will never in- go on a dinner date as my first date. I uh, – Never. You know, I over – I don't know how many years I dated a lot of girls and I don't think I've I've probably gone on like two dinner dates and they were just it's a horrible thing to do it's a terrible terrible idea Mm -hmm. and a movie's a terrible idea Um, comedy club I like to say is a great idea because you both laugh you get to see what their sense of humor is yeah yeah Um, if you look over and they're not laughing at something you know you would laugh at they're they're gone it's a great indicator of where they stand and also it knocks all those things, all those taboos, all those things that you were afraid to approach. Right. All of a sudden, those have been talked about on stage. And you can see, well, you know, that guy said that and she laughed at that. So I know she's not. She's not a stiffy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's a, that's a great thing. But somewhere where there's like interaction, but there's other things going on that can take your attention Distract away. You. Yeah, yeah. So that's a combination. There aren't lulls. A, a yeah. Dinner, you just stare at each other and ask yeah, horrible questions. Just, you save other. that for when you're so like awkward. Plus, six, I don't want a guy in. to invest in me that much on the first date. Yeah. Like, I don't want him to feel obligated to spend that much money on like a formal. I, I do. I wouldn't. I can't. I'd be like, "What do you mean you're not spending money on me?" I can't. No, I. I went on a J swipe date last week, and we got the bill for our drinks. It was just drinks, whatever. 
And I genuinely wanted to split the bill with him because I didn't want him to feel like... Well, I, the thing is, I think that's an I, indicator I because if you want the guy to... If you don't want the guy to pay for you and you want to split it, that means you don't really like him because then you feel like you owe him something. Really? I think that's a good indicator on, on mm, my end. Because if I... No, if I didn't like the guy, I maybe would feel like... Uh, if he buys it, then then I might. I, oh, I actually something. had the opposite, where I would feel if I really liked him, I feel really uncomfortable with him splitting with me. No, not me. I no. would always I, pay out of like I was brought up to be a gentleman. My dad always, but I would like it if a girl said, "I want to go out to dinner with you, but I'm paying half because that's her way of saying like you're not buying me. Yeah. You're not I'm getting using dinner. you for yeah, like let's your penis, both. Not and, for- and when I lived in the UK, women and Australia, women pay for everything there. Yeah, really? they yeah they split what? the bills. Yeah, it's really weird because you'd hear like the British gentleman, but there's no such thing. Like they don't even hold doors. And when I'd come there as an American, they're like, oh they have my too god. much tea in their hands. Yeah, they're, like, <laughs> they're like, you're an American. Oh my god, you're we love Americans. They open the doors. They're such gentlemen, and they Whoa, they really? they buy. Yeah, they. But that's their thing. They don't want you buying them a drink because that they feel like then you they think you, you can have sex with them, and and so it's no, they'll buy their own drink and. Um, I kind of like that because not being cheap or anything, it's it's just nice to know that there's not that awkwardness then yeah. of like you're standing here because I bought you a drink and you feel like you owe it to me. And it's the same thing with me as a comedian. When somebody goes, can I buy you a drink? I always go, they give them to me for free. Don't buy me one. Right. And that way they don't yeah. own me. And that's I, great. So, but the club does. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's, where, where do you like to be taken on dates or where do you like to go for dates? So like the first couple of dates, I just want to – Go to like drinks, so okay. I never thought about a comedy club though as like a f- intro. Di- that's a really yeah. Do you usually plan your own dates? Like, Except are, not are, for n- yeah, not no, for the. I'm a sorry. terrible decision maker. First of all, so like me, like I always just say like I'll meet you out for drinks. You pick where, what time, I'll be there. Okay, you sound like you're someone who's like very in control. Like you're you're very comfortable being more assertive with men yeah well um pretty much the whole show is supposed to kind of be about talking to women so what has worked for you with when guys approach you like at a bar anywhere like if a guy just cold approaches you are you usually cold back to him no because i think that takes a lot of balls to just like go up and approach somebody so i'm always don't come and ask me to buy a drink, though. Like, let's talk a little bit and then <laughs> what is, offer what, to buy what a me guy a drink. Is, when he does approach you in that way and, and says, can I buy you a drink, is that insulting, upsetting, frustrating? No, it's just like, couldn't you think of anything else yeah, to say? Yeah, lack of creativity. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't you think of something? like? He's like, well, I'll think of a creative drink. Because then I order. just don't – I don't even remember them the next day. There's so many little things you can do. Grab the broom from the broom closet, hand it to the girl, and just go hold this and then walk away. <laughs> See, like, I love that. Th- a there's guy so did that many- to, if I a guy that. did that to me, I would think it was hysterical. Yeah. Just do dumb things like that. I used to write notes on pieces of paper and pass them down the bar to girls. Yeah, I love and that. And they would just be funny little things. I would just say, uh, don't read this right now. Yeah. And then they'd look at me like – Ooh. And then I'd write him another one. Yeah. And then I'd say, tell the bartender this. I'm a CIA agent and I need <laughs> to get out of here. <laughs> I love that. All right. I, I have a, a question from one of our listeners that I want you guys to answer. Okay. okay. And see if, see if you can. Uh, I met – oh, wait. Hold on. This is not the one that I want. Okay. Love your podcast because they offer informative, practical information that can be applied immediately. I'm 22 and last month made it my goal to master the game. To ma- uh, Smash of the game. Uh, either that means sleep sleep with two women at the same time or have a three-way makeout. 
So about two high, weeks ago, shooting high here. And about two weeks ago, I was out at a bar slash club where you both said not to go and saw two friends of mine who are both girls. Uh, we were talking, dancing, having a good time. At the end of the night, I looked at both of them, said the three of us are going to make out, placed my hands oh, on their faces guy. and then went in mm. for it. End result, they backed away. How, <laughs> how should the I go no about kidding. <laughs> like the best. <laughs> so how... What's a better way to do this? How should I go about doing it next time or even setting it up to happen? I want to know the whole process from a professional's point of view. Thanks. Well, Wait, how should he go about getting, trying to make out with... Th- so, like, he expects that to work? But what would work? What would get you to want to do well, that? Well, I know Are from like, experience. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So let's hear it. So what does work instead of yanking their heads and saying, let's make out right uh, now? That, Not that I'm not I'm bashing him for being direct. I like that. That's, uh, I mean, I can't tell you the exact way to do it. I can tell you the ways it's worked in the past. <laughs> yeah. uh, you First of all, you've got to find two girls that both are interested in girls because it's yeah. not going to happen. No girls want to share you. Um, so they want an equal distribution of what's going on. It's like if there's two girls and they, what do they get? They get you. Sorry, dude. It's not right. Happening. You're not enough. They're, they're, right. Yeah, they're not. Do you agree with that? Un- unless you're Brad Pitt. Yeah, totally. I, I agree. I just not that I would ever do it. I'm a prude. No, I feel like. Oh, I mean, yes, they should. Two girls who want to make out should want to make out. But I, I don't think that's essential. I, I, I don't, I've had a three no, no I, I, I had totally no interest sense. in the other girl but it, totally... it was fun for the two of us because we were close friends really and, right yeah that's, and the other guy that's needed what it. i was gonna say i feel yeah. like it's more girls who are friends with each other who are just totally comfortable the, yeah I, the chances i mean the girlfriends that i have the chances upon coming upon that are like finding i can't even imagine a having a with you <laughs> <laughs> i can't even have a one so with myself un- exactly it'd be so uncomfortable oh god i wouldn't nothing in the world would be worse yeah than I, right. the, the the devil's threesome i could never do with the the two guys and one girl no it was just i could never well, be with so a let's, hear, let's hear what Beth has to say so how what would have been a better approach for this or what would ever make you want to have a threesome definitely i mean I think drinks. I, I think drinks have to be involved yes. if they're not Lots involved. Yes, like, oh, like, lots of sure. drinks. It, like Eddie said, you have to find a girl that's into two gir- into another girl because it's not just going to randomly happen with well, a straight girl. And the only time I was propositioned for that was in Vegas, and we were all just that's so wasted. not true. No, I mean, yeah, no, but I'm saying the chance it could happen, but the chances of them just like putting their heads together when they're not drunk. I'm saying, oh, when they're not drunk, yeah, very okay. less right, likely. Right, yeah, right. yeah, most yeah. likely there is alcohol involved. In lots it, of yeah. alcohol. Yeah, but what would be some just way to make it happen? I, I'd have to be dating the guy, and he would. I feel like he would really want to have to do it, and it would even be- for like just a makeout, like with two other girls, like in some guy. Yeah, because I could see in my mind like a playful way, especially if you're a little bit younger, because this guy's 22, of bringing up the he conversation sounds like a lightly, where it's, where it's, where it switches into <laughs> you know, have you ever had a threesome, or like how adventurous are you guys in the bedroom, or how can like where you slowly go into a sexual place. And then sort of posing more questions to them to make them think about it. Like, would you ever kiss a girl? Do you think you'd ever kiss yeah, a girl? Yeah, that's... You guys should kiss. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's the one. I've done the uh, the acting one. <laughs> yes. Where I've explained what it's like to kiss a, per- a girl in acting class or 
on a TV show and <laughs> exactly. And I had to I had to kiss a girl on a TV show that it was a really really awkward awkward situation like really really awkward. Yeah. I was was I the actress? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a TV show on uh, FX where I was in a fat suit. They had me. Oh, that's amazing. They had me looking like I was 300 pounds with like prosthetics on, and oh, this woman funny. was a a large. Who wants late... to hire an actual fat person? I mean, come on. And well, the the joke was that I got fat throughout the show. Oh, okay. I started out really skinny and then um i was a personal trainer and i oh. the, the guy i'm training trains me oh that's into funny. becoming like a big fat slob yeah but they had me have to make out with this woman that i wouldn't particularly find attractive so it was it was very uncomfortable and um was she another fat woman yeah she was okay. big okay. and uh she it was just it was awkward and uh so you have to do that and it's how do you get in the and how do you do it and like there's no tongue supposed to be involved and blah 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 even though i had to they wanted us to it was so gross um <laughs> anyway but so i've done that with girls and i'm like oh it's just easy. like you just get and i'm like here do it and then we do it and then i'm like you two do it yeah there's a follow the leader and type then of everybody thing. starts doing it and they're like oh yeah it's acting kisses and yeah. then the next thing you know you're in bed and they're Right, giving but, you the Amish hand job. Right, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Okay, so that's the answer to that question. I don't question. know what the Amish hand job is. Uh, it's like they turn butter. Um, oh. <laughs> it's like okay. a really aggressive one. One more question and then we're going to wrap up the show. Okay. I met a very nice, very high quality woman uh, one night at a dance club. As I came in for a second night, she was already there. Got and it. I know all these club people. And I swear she spun her head around so fast and looked on, looked at me when I came in that it must have hurt her neck. I ran into her at a different club a little later and spent some wonderful hours talking and dancing, etc. Easily, easily one of the best evenings of my life. I asked her out and she implicitly accepted based on being friends and subject to approval by her boyfriend, who she Ooh. told me about. Things change, right? What's the be- What's my best move for checking in to see if she's no longer dating that guy and available for a date with me? And he only has her email, uh, and he said, P.S., I'm in a sane place over this. She's got him in the friend zone already. She's starting him in the friend zone. He's got to stop pursuing her altogether and pursue someone else, mm-hmm. and she might get jealous and come around. That's the only way. Perfect. Or, like, not talk to him or, like, they won't talk for a while, and then he'll just out of the blue be like, oh, this happened. It reminded me of you. How are you? Can we go get drinks? Yeah. But, and catch up. I yeah. mean, they can. he can go out with her, of course, if he wants to, like, if that's what he desires. But to go out with a woman who... Has a boyfriend. Has a boyfriend that's, that's already, like you already, know what already you're cheating on yeah. Your boy, yeah. like her boyfriend and asking her boyfriend. It's just too con- convoluted. You're not going to yeah. get her away from him, and if you do, you're not going to want her. Right, because she's so, going to do the same thing to you. Yeah, she's going to exactly. be like, hey, can I go out with this guy? It's going to be bizarre. Yeah, you're find, not her dad. Like she, you know, I don't know. It's like asking. Find someone else and throw it in her face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Actually, we're going to do Literally. one more. I'm a new listener to the podcast, and I'm making my way through the podcast from the beginning. I've been finding you guys, uh, your your guys' opinions and points of view very interesting. Mm. I've noticed in a few times uh, already. Wait, have we answered this one already? Uh, You've mentioned being emotionally mature. Mm, okay. I don't think so. You've mentioned being emotionally mature in situations. However, the ways you have used it sounds the same to me as being apathetic. An example that comes to mind was the discussion you had about swinging and how someone should be emotionally mature enough to do that. I guess my question is, can you explain more about what you mean by being, by being emotionally mature? Ed. Did I write that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys I, think? Uh, what is being emotionally mature? It, it, like, so, so for example, we've talked a lot about, you know, you can date somebody in your office if you're emotionally mature and you can handle it. Yeah. What does it mean being emotionally mature? Um, 
I well, th- in that scenario, yeah, like dating in the office, it's it, to me it means like if it were to end, if it were to like whatever, nothing would be like it wouldn't be catty or petty right. or anything, right? In the workplace, emotionally emotionally stable enough to handle whatever right. happens, whether right. it's good, bad, or ugly, exactly that you can walk into your office exactly the same as you have done every single day and not let it affect your work. It takes a long time to get there. It does. Yeah. It does take a long time to get there. So but so so is that that's a good definition of emotionally mature, you think? Or I think, is there something I think else? there's also like security that goes along with it. So like things like jealousy. Yeah. You're more mm-hmm. secure in yourself. So you're not gonna be as jealous, you know, if your girlfriend goes out with someone. Yeah. In terms of like a work situation or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, but even for having a relationship I think you need to be emotionally mature to have But I think emotionally mature equals experience also. Like yeah. the more experience you have with the other sex, the more emotionally mature you're going to be because at a certain point you're going to get mature because you're going to go, oh, well, if this doesn't work out, there's other situations. And it didn't work out because it wasn't supposed to work out. So like I always say, you know, you have a match with someone. And if you match – it was supposed to, if you don't match there's someone else why would you push it so if it if there's a breakup it was supposed to break up and it w- didn't work right. and you just move on to someone that it will work with so when it does break up it's a good th- i always say when friends break up and they're oh, i'm so upset i go no this is good this is the best thing that could happen because yeah. now you'll move on to the person that's better for you right. so as soon as you find out mm-hmm. it's not working it's like oh great you know it's like playing a video game and you know you you don't yeah, you get, past get past that, that, that first level. board yeah d- delete start over go right. for the next one yeah. because you've already ruined the game that's exactly. totally what i've said about the, my last relationship too like he dumped me and i thought it was terrible and i was devastated and then i took a step back and i was like it was the right thing it was it was, the, it right was the best thing he had ever done for me yeah him dumping me was honestly the best thing he's ever done I love that. Well, that is a perfect place to end. <laughs> Speaking he, of moving I hope, on. I hope he's not saying the same thing right now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for being on the show. Bessie. Bessie. Bess, thank you Bessie, so Bess, much. Whatever. Sorry, I was like going into two words at once. Bess, thank you so much for coming and thank being open you. and honest with us and letting me pressure you and push you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Eddie, tell people how to get in touch with you. Um, just uh, Eddie Ift on Twitter, at Eddie Ift, E-D-D-I-E-I-F-F-T, two Did Fs. you already start this bus podcast? Is that uh, I do happening? I do a podcast called Talking Shit. Right. Um, and I also, we're starting, and I do one called the Wadcast Podcast, which is based on CrossFit. It's really weird. And then I do another one. Do you do CrossFit? Yeah. I, oh, really? And then I I got another one coming up called uh, uh, the Bingle Bus, so okay, it's going to be called. Uh, I think it's going to be called the Bingle Show. Oh, cool. awesome! But okay, so check cool. out Talking Shit. That's my main one. Oh, I love that. Yeah, everybody, everybody, go check out that podcast. Uh, if you want to write in questions, write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com and you can download new episodes of our podcast every single week straight from iTunes. And we would love if you can give us some five stars because Kristen's get a little bit getting a little bit freaked out because we have a few one stars on there. No, you got to review them. You got to give them five stars. You got to comment. You got to rate, review, and uh, make Tell sure you friends. write those comments. Tell your friends. It's the most important thing you can do in podcasting. It really you should helps. Be at the end of every one of our shows saying that we are so horrible no it's, it's really really important if you like the show and you want it to continue and do better you have to do that take the time right now rate and review give it a five star review never anything less five stars good call thank you and like that is that. the perfect ending to our show we'll see you guys next week thanks for listening to the ask women podcast go to podcast next week for a brand new show